gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view, Thursday edition. This is our last show of the week. Uh, tomorrow morning inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross, and we three dudes will be back with you on Monday. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Uh, we are on WKOM FM 101.7. Of course, you can listen to us live on the radio. But if you can't catch us on the radio, the podcast will be up on our website and on you know wherever you get your podcast spotify apple wherever be up an hour or two after the show if you want to go to our website just type in wkom and you can watch and listen to the show whether you want to uh, watch and listen live or watch and listen later you can do that on our website wkom dude number two clayton harris is still out there driving the bus but i think we got a, a hookup with him how you doing clayton I'm doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. How you feeling this morning? I'm feeling better. Yes, sir. All right. Good deal. Clayton was out Good with day. a bad case of bronchitis yesterday, so we're glad to have him back. Dude number yes, one, sir. Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right. We got a couple of folks here with us. Uh, first of all, I want to welcome in a friend of the station, Representative Scott Specky, who had I think wants to talk nothing about politics or state business today. He wants to talk about high school football, and that's a good thing, I think. Scott, Scott Specky, good morning. Good morning, everybody. What uh, What about – now, We've Central High School, I know, plays tonight because of the referee shortage. Each team has to play a Thursday night game this year. That is correct. Uh, we are still trying to solve that equation at the at the state level, possibly working with college, uh, college juniors and seniors. Uh, maybe allowing them to take an elective to learn how to be a referee and let, let them get involved that way. Uh, but uh, you're all right. There are big, big football games here uh, tonight in Murray County and a big one tomorrow. Uh, Spring Hill sits at 2-7. and seven. They'll be traveling to Franklin County at 2-7. and seven. If Spring Hill can win that game and get three wins, that is more wins in one season that the Spring Hill seniors who are graduating have had over the last three years. So that's a big win for the seniors tonight. Uh, Lincoln County will travel tonight to Central High School to be playing. Uh, Mike, is, is that is that homecoming? It's not homecoming for them. It's not homecoming. Senior night. Senior night. Senior night. So get out and support the uh, the, the Columbia Central Lions. And then the, the, and, the and that game will be on this station on. No, they'll no, be, no, on no, be on 103.7. 103.7 WKRM uh, tonight at tonight. what time? Uh, uh, kickoff is at 7. They'll probably come on uh, somewhere between 615 and 655. Okay. All right. And then a big one here uh, is the one tonight at, at Columbia Academy. They're hosting uh, Grace Christian. Uh, they're arch rivals. They are both fighting for number one in the district tonight. Whoever wins it will get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So this is a big one tonight over at Columbia Academy. That'll be a kickoff at 7. And then a very, very big uh, game tomorrow that you guys will be telecasting is Mount Pleasant will be hosting Loretto. Mount Pleasant 8-1, and one, hosting Loretto 9-0. and oh. And that game has the same implications. The winner of that game will be the region champion mm-hmm. for, for that region and will host uh, the, at least the first uh, two rounds, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm not real sure what the bracket has set up for round three and beyond. But uh, – um, 
So huge, huge implications in this last regular, uh, last week of the regular season, and then the uh, the fun season, the, the, the playoff season starts next week. But so the game tomorrow night, Mount Pleasant versus Loretto, will be on this one hundred one point seven. Yes, sir. WKOM will be on this station uh, with the pregame. The the game day pregame show will start at five thirty uh, with Drake and Barry and, and several guests. <laughs> That will come on, and then uh, at seven o'clock we will kick off the game with Barry Duke, uh, Drake Colley, and myself. There you go. The are, are we planning on putting that one up on video on our website? Uh, no, we won't we'll have video on it, but we will have our radio and our podcast with it. There we go. That's awesome. Been All a right. long time since we've had this kind of excitement in Murray County on the last weekend of the year in, in high school football. It's all good. So. And, well, and, and, and you know, Scott, uh, three out of the four teams in the county are. Are going to go to the playoffs. That's correct. Uh, and, Mount, Mount and, Pleasant, Columbia Academy, and Columbia Central, and, so, po- and possibly all be very high seeds. So, yeah, I mean, if Columbia Academy and Columbia Central win uh, tonight, they'll both be seven and three. Mount Pleasant wins tomorrow. I think they'll be nine and one. Nine and so, one. Yeah, I mean that's it's been a good year for teams in Murray County. So looking forward to get out get out tonight. Should be absolutely beautiful weather for everybody to come out and watch yeah. a football game. And then tomorrow night, hey, since since everybody's done playing, why don't we pack the house down in Mount Pleasant and show Loretta what Murray County is all about? So looking forward to seeing everybody out there. Have a, you know everybody enjoy the weather, uh, Mister York? Quick question for you. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Run it. Hey, how's everything going at the election commission? Have we made any progress on finding a new election commissioner yet? We're still interviewing. We had about 15 or 20 candidates uh, that are interviewing, and we'll interview until the process is complete. And isn't there, if I understand right, aren't we going to some type of a paper ballot next year? Well, you know we're going to a paper ballot. That was a Republican ploy, you know, go to paper ballots. Yep, we're going to a paper ballot. Uh, it was just a question, Mister York. There was no evil intent there. <laughs> well, don't don't ask like you didn't know. Y'all y'all I, started that mess, so I, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> well, I know you guys can change your mind over there. I was just confirming that we're still headed in the right direct in the right direction. Yeah, we've already ordered the equipment for that, Scott. I mean, you know, you got you got to plan ahead. You can't wait till the last minute. We we spent. The, Four hundred some thousand dollars of the state's money to buy equipment. And then, Mister York, how's your Grambling doing this year? Ah, uh, they they in the they in the dumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still my team, but they in the dumps. Look like they've made their contribution to history. Yeah. Looks like they probably but they're still they're playing they they they're still building. They're doing as well as Vanderbilt, I imagine. Uh, yeah, they're probably doing a little bit better than Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh, and then I got to give my kudos to my friend Clayton Harris. Congratulations on an Alabama victory. It was a tough second second half to watch, but, you know, never count Alabama out. I'm telling you, for all the people that were writing Nick Saban off just a few weeks ago, don't do it. Do not do it, because I'm telling you, they get past LSU, they're going to be back in Atlanta playing Georgia for the SEC championship game. Yeah, and they'll all lose to Michigan. It won't matter. I just well, yeah. Know. I mean, if if they know the signals before the play's called, of course they're of course they're going to lose to Michigan. <laughs> Which that scandal is unbelievable. What they're finding out about that deal It's just it's it's insanity. What well, do you fill me in on this, Clayton? I, 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 um, Michigan had a staffer that was going around to all these top teams across the country that they thought they could potentially play in the playoffs. They would buy tickets for the games, sit across 
away from the opposing team that they were scouting, and they would record the coaches calling the signals in. So then they would take that recording and match it up with the game later to know what the signals were for each play. So if they played each other, they would know what signals were being called. Sounds like and, uh, sounds like scouting to me. <laughs> well, in-person recruiting is illegal. I'm sorry, in-person scouting is illegal in NCAA football. Uh, well, well, film so. filming filming coaches doing signals is the illegal part. Now, well, scouting mean, is one thing. Uh, no, in-person scouting is illegal in NCAA yeah. football. Well, okay. I mean. Uh, Alabama's never been afraid of the NCA and being legally legal. I mean, what's the big deal? Oh, what in Alabama? Well, Alabama's done other things, so. No. Paying uh, recruits. Like what? Like what? Like what? Like what's Alabama? I'm, just, poke, I'm just poking at you. I'm just poking That's at you. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, get out, support your football teams tonight. Doug, thanks for letting me come on and remind everybody to get out there. Scott, uh, Representative Specky, thank you. Y'all. Y'all, y'all have a great day. See you. All right. We have, we've also got with See us. See you, buddy. Olivia Adams, uh, who is a reporter for Main Street Murray right here in Columbia, Tennessee, in Murray County. Olivia, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Now, we, we'll get started here on this, but you've been following a story uh, regarding, uh, well, you, you tell me what it's about. It's, you've got a new story out in Main Street Murray, that the, the edition that comes out today. It's Wednesday edition. And Yesterday. the headline on your story is, Fire chief requests city investigation, requests sites concern for employee safety. Olivia, can you tell us what that's about? Yeah, so I um, made several, well, more than several um, requests, open record requests, not really knowing what, if anything, I was going to find. Um, and specifically related to the Central High um, response the uh shoot turned out to be a hoax of course but the uh the shooting hoax and the response to it um so again i didn't know what to find i was looking for emails uh police chief jeremy also fire chief ty cobb any emails related to the incident just to see kind of what's going on because i know there's been some concern and and there was a letter that an anonymous individual sent um i think last time i was on here um concerned about uh the response and a lot that has been unknown so going through these emails now roy brooks has been charged with uh unauthorized weapon on school grounds his next court appearance i believe is november the 8th uh roy brooks is a this was with the columbia fire department he's now an emt i think here in murray county um and uh he apparently accompanied uh a swat team response to uh, to uh, an incident at Columbia Central High School back in May where an active shooter was reported. It turned out to be a, an, un, an untrue and un, a false report. But nevertheless, there was a, a huge response. And uh, apparently somehow in that response, Roy Brooks, uh, it's alleged, uh, came onto school grounds uh, with um, – uh, an assault weapon, an AR-15, even though he was not a part of any authorized teams. At least that's the allegation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What's up? And so, again, I didn't know what, if anything, I was going to find. Um, but I came across – now, I was not provided with any emails from the pol- police chief, Jeremy Alsup, related to the incident. 
Um, but I did come across an email that was sent um, on September 21st, so just about a month ago, by the Columbia Fire Chief Ty Cobb. Uh, he sent this email to the city attorney, um, and he asked, and I'm quoting directly from email he sent he said quote i'm requesting an internal investigation into the city of columbia central high may 3rd incident and what has transpired since may 3rd 2023 the safety of my employees and the people of columbia is my top priority now i reached out to the fire chief to see if he could elaborate um but he declined to comment the city declined to comment on anything related to roy brooks which is understandable uh given that he did file a federal lawsuit against the city back in may um so i continued to do some digging and um found some information that could possibly could this possibly be what he was referring to in his email about the safety of his employees and i found um, I found some stuff. I found I found some incidents that occurred um, to this year, at least two that have been called in and reported. Um, so it, it's about, you know, when someone can't go on the record and, and they decline to comment and it's, it's up to you in the news to try to do further uh, digging into what what could this possibly what could he meet, be referring to? And um, I know we don't have a lot of time left before the break, but um, I, I can get to the next part of the story. All right. Well, we'll take a break and come back. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder, and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com, and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. My name is Delta Kennedy. I am D number three, D number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delta. All right, Clayton. I'm sorry, having a hard time hearing you. 
right. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. It was me. All right. Good morning. Jude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right. We have got with us a guest, Olivia Adams. She's a reporter for Main Street Murray. Uh, she's doing a story uh, <coughs> on a request by, uh, well, at least a reported request, an email from Chief Ty Cobb of the Columbia Police Department requesting an investigation uh, regarding the safety of his employees. Have I got that right? Olivia? Regarding the May 3rd Central incident. Uh, safety of the his employees and the people of Columbia is what is I can quote it exactly again. Um, I'm requesting an internal investigation into the city of Columbia Central High School May 3rd incident and what has tr- transpired since May 3rd. The safety of my employees and the people of Columbia is my top priority. Okay, all right, and uh, you contacted Chief Cobb and. He, he declined to comment, and Correct. so uh, we don't know the context of the email, what Chief Cobb's concerns are, do we? No. Um, again, it's understandable why you know the city cannot comment on, on anything related to Roy Brooks because of the federal lawsuit he filed, um, which I mentioned. So I had to do more digging into you know what could this possibly mean? Would I find something else? And I did come across some, I thought originally they were, police reports but they're just dispatch logs which i've realized are different they're just documenting um the incident um and these uh dispatch logs are related to two separate city employees who allegedly called in to report um called into cpd uh to report two separate incidents that they had involving allegedly again want to use that word involving um brooks one was in july the other was in april uh just about two weeks before the may 3rd incident um both incidents involved uh they were traffic related incidents um and again i'm quoting directly from what we've got in the story and what i found in the uh dispatch log um one of the employees was leaving a friend's residence off of national highway when a driver alleged by the employee to be brooks quote cross over all lanes of traffic to turn next to him causing people to go around the vehicle he then made multiple hand gestures um we could not find police reports um, or any indication of any sort of investigation into this, um, all we found were the dispatch logs. So could that be what the fire chief is, you know, what he means when he is stating the uh, his the safety of his employees is his top priority? I mean, this is the records are all we have to go off of. So we don't know. All right. Is is there you had another incident. there was a separate incident in april um and this was actually recorded on video which um i watched when i went to pick up my um records that i that i might uh that i requested um and it's a video um allegedly showing roy brooks um pull in front of again a city employee uh Flip him off, quote, as he was on his way home, the employee observed the former 
CFR employee alleged to be Brooks drive past him, flip him off. He pulled behind Brooks and was going home. Brooks continued down the same road, then slowly drove by the residence. He pulled down the road as the employee pulled into his driveway. Um, and now the narrative states the employee did not think that this was illegal. He just wanted to have it on um, just documented uh, just in case. So that was in April. The second was in July. And that's what I found. Um, I also found emails, um, more emails from a city employee, the same city employee who uh, called in the April incident, who said that they still had not received a police report. Um, they thought they did, but they realized it was just a CAD report, which is different. Um, and they there was no follow-up um, or any response from CPD. So that's, I mean, I'm just quoting exactly. This is all just, you know, records. Well, I that, mean, what you've got are dispatch reports, which is a, uh, it's hearsay. It's the dispatcher recording what somebody reported. And so you've got two hearsay reports, and the, you don't know uh, whether or not those reports reflect uh, Chief Cobb's res- concerns, or they do not. Um, they might or might not, but uh, that's uh, that's that's the story at this point. I, I guess it's stay tuned, isn't it, Olivia? Hey, Olivia. Normally, when you when an incident happens and there's a dispatch report. And it's something that's illegal or something that's uh, harassing. Wouldn't the police department have should have some kind of report on that? That's what I thought. I mean, I I thought that's you know I I looked at this and um, I thought it was a police report. Um, I don't know if you can see, but I definitely want to not show the whole thing. But it looks like a police report. Um, but in talking to people further, I reached out to it. It's not. It's a dispatch log you know they you call in whatever happened incident and they're just you know whoever it is mm-hmm. um kind of so like a narrative does it yeah does it look like some officer was dispatched to the location yes there but were then you don't have anything uh anything further after that huh we did not find any police reports or any records that, that you know indicate an investigation was yeah, that seems kind of strange. If you get a dispatch on it, there should be an incident report or something. It seems. Yeah, Mr. York, I'm I'm not really sure. I mean, I think we're just speculating here. The, uh, um, it, it sort of sounds like to me that whoever the alleged uh, victim here is decided <laughs> not to take it to the next level, pursue a formal complaint, or go see a magistrate seeking a warrant, that type of thing. Uh, so I understand what you're saying. I think we're just sort of speculating because we don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah, we don't know the answer, you know, till further, further investigation, Olivia. <laughs> well, I think probably, you know, the uh, Roy Brooks is uh, – uh, and, and do we even know if, if the person in these incidents – uh, was reported to be Brooks? Allegedly. And I, I was, when I um, picked up my open records, um, they showed me a video allegedly, um, again, very important to use that word, to be Brooks's vehicle um, 
almost what what appeared to be he was escorting this individual city employee home and driving past his home. Um, I mean, again, allegedly, that's a very important but, but so word to the, use. The person involved is alleged or reported to be Brooks, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, again, we, we just don't know. I mean, these are these are hearsay reports, and we don't know if they reflect uh, Chief Cobb's concerns or or not. Uh, we'll learn more, I'm sure. I mean, this is an ongoing story. There's a court date, November 8th. Uh, Brooks is charged. It's with a Class E felony, an unauthorized weapon on school grounds. And we'll see what happens then. Uh, and get the rest of the story. Olivia, thanks for bringing your reporting to us, though. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Uh, definitely, I've gotten used to, I've had to get used to these open records requests and not knowing what, if anything, you'll find. But, you know, I did find, certainly found quite a bit of information and, and far too much to even talk about in an hour. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Well, thank you. Uh, okay. What else is going on? Clayton, the. Uh, what? <laughs> so the, there's a lot going on. <laughs> okay. Where do you want to go, Mr. York? Well, you, you, the GOP has elected a speaker of the House. Who, yes, who's they an are. election an election denier? Well, okay. So, so I mean, I. that's the whole that's the whole GOP, though. So they couldn't elect the Speaker of the House without having some kind of baggage. Yeah. Unless you're talking about 2016, when every damn Democrat denied that election. But that's okay because they're Democrats, right, Mr. York? But but who took right, office right, without right, any hey, problem? Uh, who hey, took your, office hey, without any your problem? Your hypocrisy, Mr. Stop, just stop. We can who pull took hey, office hey, without hey, any hey, problem. Hey, no we insurrection. Can up, hey, we can pull up the tape and hear every Democrat denying the 2016 election. It was Russia. They stole the election. But no, no, no. If Republicans do it. It's un, you know, it's undemocratic. It's no un-American. It's hypocrisy at its finest, and you know it. No insurrection, Clayton. No insurrection. Peacefully transferred power. You're a broken record, Mr. York. Nobody's buying it. He's leading in all the polls. Joe Biden didn't. So, hey, just keep on saying it. You're just helping Trump. You're getting people to support Trump more and more the more you run your mouth. I mean, this handful of people in Murray County is not going to make the difference. <laughs> They're no, not no. going to make a difference. It's not in the state of Tennessee. It's not going to make a difference. The state Donald of Tennessee Trump, is hey, not going to make do, a difference. Donald Trump is going to win Tennessee in 2024. Well, Period. he won it the last time. Exactly. <laughs> He'll win it three what, times in a what row. What happened when he won it the last time? What was the end result? Same as it. He, 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 he got beat. He got beat. He, got, hey, he better he was, be watching he, his he back. Was le- he was leading at midnight. And then between midnight and about 6 a.m., all of a sudden, he lost the lead. People just didn't want him, Clayton. Just face it. They didn't want him. I bet they'd take him right now. No, they wouldn't take him right yeah, now. they would. They, Absolutely, they even, would. Even fewer people. Absolutely. Even few Republicans who are genuine Republicans. I'm not talking about the extremists who are genuine Republicans see the flaws oh, yeah, in the, his the, leadership. The, the, the they Liz Cheney's the of the world, and right? They will not vote for him. I guarantee Liz, you, they won't Liz vote Cheney. for him. No, I'm hey, not talking about hey. necessarily Liz Cheney. You got a lot of moderates in in the House there 
that don't want the embarrassment of dealing with extremism. If I'm the average citizen, and I've had the last four years to say, this is what Joe Biden did. This is what four years under Trump looked like. It's easy. It's not, it's not even close. It's not even close. Look at I'm the economic situation. Look at the economic situation and compare it to Trump's. It outweighs Trump's all over the place. What are you talking about? Trump didn't have an economic plan. He was just shooting from the hip. It worked. Biden, Bidenomics is working. Give me it's, a it's break. It's working for the people from the bottom up and the middle out. Bidenomics. Nobody's okay. buying it, Mr. York. <laughs> Nobody's buying it. Well, people are doing better. I mean, you got Gavin Newsom in China meeting with uh, Xi. What's his name? I mean, come on. I mean, he. We all know this isn't going to work, and they're going to well, ditch Biden if, if it if it looks bad, and they don't think Biden can win. They're going to ditch him. Everybody's not going to ditch Biden. Oh, Biden yes, they will. Nobody's yeah, like, ditching they'll anybody. Use a medi- they'll use a medical reason why he's got to get out, and then they'll put Gavin Newsom in. Guarantee you, that's not going to happen. That's not gonna happen. I know you're wishing, you're hoping, you're wishing, you're hoping. Actually, not. Actually, I'm not. I kind of hope Biden stays in. Well, he will. A, well, good. Biden's a good leader. Look at look at what he's doing across the globe. He is a good leader. This is and funny. a seasoned leader, and that's what we need in the time of all this conflict all over the place. He doesn't even know what day it is, Mister York. Oh, that that's that's y'all's little. Ploy to try to say he's too old. Donald Trump said he's running against Obama. <laughs> well, he, he actually so, is. So, I mean, we all. Well, so, actually, so he is. What's wrong with Donald Trump? He's three years younger. But he he, know, he's Mr. mumbling York. and going off on a tirade for for something that happened in 2020. He needs to be dealing with the future, like Mr. Biden York. is dealing with the present and Mr. the future. York. Barack Obama is running the country as we speak. Barack Obama's not running anything. Yeah, yes, Barack he, Obama's yes, staying at his $10 million estate uh, 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 in, yeah, in Martha Vineyards. He's, he's just got trying another, to get the chef's body out of the pond. That's all he's doing. DC. He's got another $10 million estate in Chicago. He's enjoying his life after the presidency. I can assure you, he is running things, Mr. York. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. 
Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Have you been putting off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit happyhiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. I know you're listening. All right, we're back. Clayton, can you hear me? 
These guys, yeah, folks, we, we, we don't think they've been on the air, but the, they've continued uh, yelling at each other all the way through the break. Oh, we wasn't yelling. We no. have a, we having a discussion. Yeah, dis- right. it, it, just, was, it was a respectful discussion. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody on the air could hear us unless maybe they were watching online. But, yeah, we, we were talking. But we, we were talking about, you know, all the things that's happening. And, and he's he's criticizing Joe Biden. And I brought up the fact that Tuberville fell out the airplane. And I, I don't guess he saw that. But Biden has missteps, just like any pe- person. Like, you know, Delk has a, a brain fart every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Tuberville still with us? My name's Delk. Yeah, he's still with number, three. Dude, number two, Clayton Harris. Hello. Uh, good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, Mr. York. Yeah. Good Welcome morning. Back. Good morning, crew. All right. <laughs> I'm going to – let me put things in perspective here. Uh, Joseph Daniel McBride is a lawyer, a very good lawyer. Uh, he uh, born June 30th, 1978, is American criminal defense and civil rights lawyer. He – criminal defense and civil rights lawyer. He founded the McBride Law Firm in 2019 uh, and is widely known for his representation of those charged during the January 6th uh, Capitol attack, including Richard Barnett. Uh, He was inspired to become a a defense lawyer uh, after his adopted brother was pressured into pleading guilty or facing 10 years imprisonment for a crime that Mr. McBride claims that his brother did not commit. Uh, Mr. McBride uh, took to social Mr. media yesterday to speak about one of his clients. Um, let's see. Mr. McBride's an African-American attorney. That's correct. He is African-American. His picture is here. He is, he is a black man. And Mr. McBride writes... My name is Joseph McBride, and I have been representing Ryan Nichols since 2021. He is a January 6th defendant, Ryan Nichols is. Ryan Nichols is an honorably discharged Marine Corps veteran. I hate having to tap this phone. Honorably discharged Marine Corps veteran living with PTSD. He is a father of two young boys, a husband to a beautiful wife, and the son of a Marine Corps veteran turned pastor. And a lifelong school teacher, Ryan, is a search and rescue specialist who spends hundreds of days per year rescuing people from natural disasters all over America. Ryan Nichols is an American hero. Emmy McRibe further writes, I secured Nichols' release from the hellish gulag on November 22, 2022, after he was held in solitary confinement illegally for two years during pretrial detention, Ryan was psychologically and physically tortured in D.C. jail by guards and leadership who hated him for his politics, faith in Jesus Christ, and skin color. McBride, uh, Mr. Nichols being white and uh, the vast majority of guards in D.C. jails being black. Uh, Ryan has been home since his release, trying to pick up the pieces of his life. He is also battling serious incarceration-related health issues. This is America today. This is the gulag. Now, You know what offends me, Del? When people use being an honorable military veteran or being a Christian and then having committed 
Okay, so crimes yeah, of insurrection. Yeah, yeah, so that that justifies them being held in solitary no, that's, confinement that's the illegally American way for two of saying, years. Be soft on what he did. Be soft on what he so did. Because he's don't don't you're, he, you're don't right there with him, Mr. York. Because he's Christian huh? and white, he deserves no, to be. No, I'm, I'm saying that that's, that is always a tell sign to me that that person is not above board. He has no integrity. Being held in solitary confinement illegally for two years, that is gulag stuff. What did he do? What did he do? There is nothing in American jurisprudence that allows that under the Eighth Amendment. Absolutely nothing. Many prisoners get put in solitary confinement because of their behavior while they're well, That's usually the only reason, because they— are, Well, um, you, do you know he, whether he misbehaved I'm, I'm not that? aware in a 40-year career of anybody who's been sentenced to a solitary confinement. Now, you're right. I have had some uh, uh, people in the jail, for instance, who are trying to kill other people, and so exactly. they put them in solitary confinement. But there is no evidence whatsoever that this— uh, uh, Ryan Nichols All we get is one side was, of the story. He was sentenced by the judge to solitary compartment. Listen, listen to this. Further, McBride, the lawyer, writes, I have been followed across multiple state lines by tenant SUVs with Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. plates, including with my loved ones in the car. I have had to ditch multiple tails on highways and roads and airports, all just to get me to shut up. This is This is the reason for it. Each time I would go on news or appear on a podcast, my clients would get beaten in jail or thrown in the hole. Be that as it may, every one of them told me, Joe, for the love of God, don't stop. More importantly, the war's front lines for our country's soul will be fought with keyboards, cameras, and microphones by soccer moms at school board meetings and good fathers refusing to let their children get indoctrinated by schools that prey on the minds or ch- of children. The further McGride writes, he says, no, it's not. This man is the real deal. I've stood he's before. He's attorney. He's got a client I stood before, guilty of insurrection. Said, I stood, this is another client. I stood before Judge McFadden and my client, Chris Quaglin, was down to 60 pounds from being fed non-celiac-safe food. The judge told him his weight loss was due to a bad attitude. What can you do with that kind of evil? All you can do is stand tall and beg God for help, writes lawyer. Well, I had no business doing it. The problem started initially when they got involved in that crew. Now, they did something wrong. Now you you won't the Eighth won't, Amendment uh, prohibits cruel amnesty. and inhuman treatment, and all of this certainly qualifies, Mister York. Well, they still working prisoners on the road. I see them here in Murray County where they're picking up paper and doing it. that. Could be considered cruelty. No, it's not. And the way they do it here, and the, these judges are actually here. I'm going to give you another. These judges are actually sentencing people to solitary confinement. And the well, way they must have done something wrong. The judges, the judge <laughs> system York, in this country. Mr. York, it's if we not started, always if we fair. started locking it up black people, it's never always been fair. If, and there's a two-tier system. Look at the breaks that your fearless cult leaders getting right Mr. now. Mr. York, if if judges in this county started sentencing black people to solitary confinement, you would be howling. Oh yeah, I would. If but depends on what they did, though. Hmm. 
You I mean, don't even know what they did. Murder does not even allow a judge to sentence somebody to solitary confinement. What not, was the behavior of that? What was the behavior of that you are, person? Listen, while you he are defending this cruel and inhuman treatment because you no, think I don't the, know the whole story. That's what I'm defending. You're just, giving, is nothing, you're just giving your side. There is of it. nothing in American law that authorizes this, even for murder. You're giving your side of it. That's I am one not, side. What's the what's, other side of it? I am giving what's reported here. Listen to this other Yeah, point. anything can be reported. You got freedom of speech. Well, you you tell me that McGrath. Well, I'd like to hear what the judge had to say. What's the judge's reason tell me for that, putting them in solitary tell me confinement? My, ju- there is nothing in American law that allows a judge to sentence somebody to solitary confinement. I've never heard of it. Well, it's evidently not allowed they it. did. Yeah, evidently they did. Evidently, it's happening right here in America, in Washington, D.C. In D.C. courts, yep. you can do what you want to, and nobody's stopping Somebody that broke it. the law. Somebody that broke the law. I don't have any, any Mr. amnesty I, veins I practice, for people I that break the law. I practice federal law for 25 years. There is nothing that allows a judge to sentence somebody to solitary confinement, and nothing that allows, and, and they will be, there's nothing that allows a a, a uh, the Bureau of Prisons to fail to provide an adequate diet to a prisoner where he damn near starves to death. That's Man, illegal. That is the, cruel and inhuman treatment. It is when illegal. A, when Where's a Democratic the representative went to the Washington prison, she saw prisoners with iPads. Right. They were treated humanly. It listen, wasn't all this stuff that you read from these right-wing writers or, or this. some attorney. Here's another, here's another January 6th. They were not doing anything here's out a, of the ordinary. Here's another January 6th defendant named uh, Schroyer, Timothy. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, let's see. What's this guy's name? And this is an article in CNN, Owen Schroyer. Uh, he's a right-wing conspiracy theorist and Infowar host. He was president. <laughs> And, and there you go, Miss York. That, you, that you're saying he's guilty and deserves to go to jail just based no, on that. I didn't that. say he was guilty. Yeah, if he if he wasn't guilty, he wouldn't have been in January 6th insurrection. You're saying he's guilty. Yeah, okay, you prejudged him. There we go. That this is the way he was, he was involved in the January 6th insurrection, right? Well, you you tell. So why should I have sympathy for you him? Tell, you he's tell, trying to destroy democracy. You tell me he pled guilty to being in an unauthorized area. Now, Good. He's guilty. Guilty as charged. Miss York, unauthorized area. You know, the, first of all, I've been on the, it's been 25 or 30 years. I've been all up and down the Capitol Mall. I'm not aware of anything outside the Capitol. He never, he, he never entered the Capitol, according to CNN. He was just outside. He had a little small megaphone, was addressing the crowd, uh, but he never went inside the Capitol, stayed outside, uh, and apparently entered some unauthorized area. You know, I, the the Capitol grounds are part of the National Park Service. You know, we we had I prosecuted unauthorized area cases out on the trace. You know, like somebody that's not supposed to walk along a cliff bluff somewhere or something. It's a fifty dollar fine type fence. Mister Schroyer, let me l- listen to me. Listen to me. Mister Schroyer has just been sentenced to 60 days of solitary confinement, 23 hours in, one hour a day out, by the judge, 
simply for standing outside the Capitol. And But listen to what the judge based his sentence on and said you're going to do two months of solitary confinement based on the fact now, I've had – there were two categories of thing, of speech that could count in a sentence. Acceptance of responsibility. If you pled guilty and said, I did it, I, I want to atone for what I did, uh, then that is a type of speech that is properly considered at sentencing. However, what this judge considered uh, was that uh, in the days and weeks leading up to uh, – January 6th, that Mr. Schroyer spread election disinformation. In other words, he had an opinion that the election was illegal, was rigged, and was stolen. That's speech. And then on actually on January 6th, Schroyer had a megaphone outside, and as the judge says, the megaphone, he doesn't say he called on people to enter the building or anything else. He just says the megaphone had amped up the crowd. Now, Miss York, if you're having a Black Lives Rally, uh, uh, you know, rally in downtown Columbia, and you've got a little old megaphone on the public square, and you're, you know, yelling out Black Lives Matter, let's support each other, good things, should should you be sentenced to jail? This this man is was what he, his speech was considered at sentencing, and as a result of his speech, he was given two months of solitary confinement. This is illegal. This is wrong. This is a gulag. All right, Dell. There was a barrier around the Capitol to protect the Capitol. The, the insurrectionists broke through the barrier. When they break through that barrier, York, they're he in is, a restricted he is not, area. They're it, in a restricted York, area. Broken, and they went up on the Capitol steps. They went all through the Capitol. That was a restricted area for the insurrectionists. Miss York, York, if he had participated in breaking through anything, he would have been charged with it. He stood outside and had a well, little megaphone. Yeah, but he was in a restricted area because the barrier had already been and placed. That, and, and you think, okay, you know, let's say somebody parks in front of a fire hydrant in downtown Columbia, they get two months of solitary confinement? Now, no, they'll get a ticket. Yeah, exactly right. So, so an insurrectionist is supposed to get a ticket for being unauthorized Mr. York, areas, if right? black people were getting treated like this, you would be apoplectic. Black people ain't got nothing to do with this. This is a Caucasian Black thing. people were not treated this badly <laughs> and as they had, slaves. And they went above and beyond their so-called patriotic duty. See you in the streets with guns. Bye.